For GateWorld.net, this is Chad Colvin, and I am here this afternoon with David Palfi, who played Anubis and Sokar on Stargate SG-1. David, thank you for taking time with us. My pleasure, my pleasure. Hopefully I'll you'll be able to say that after we finish this interview. <laughs> we'll have to see. <laughs> As I just said, I have a foul mouth, and I might say some things you might regret. We can edit for okay. what we need to. No, no that's, that's, that's not in my contract. The last time uh, that we talked to you, uh, back in 2004, uh, the Anubis storyline on SG-1 was just beginning to tie up. Were you happy with the way the storyline itself came to us? Um, well, I suppose in my own, you know, because I, I would answer that from a self-centered, selfish point of view as the actor and the, the character behind the mask, uh, I would say no. But then again, as always, you know, you're not in charge of you know, the storyline. You're not in charge of the storyline when it begins. You're not in charge of the storyline and how it ends, you know. Um, yeah, I suppose I would have ended it differently, but... Uh, um, how so? Well, first of all, I mean, probably I thought it would be kind of interesting to humanize him a little bit. You know, I would have looked forward to that opportunity, you know, to have had him, um, you know, uh, shape shift, you know, those kind of things, and then find a human form that he he lives in and then um, to carry in certain storylines as of that, you know, that would have been really fun and interesting to do and I think would have added a great deal of depth to Anubis. That's just my opinion, you know, I mean, because the thing is when you, you're playing a character that's literally, you know, as I say, you know, wearing a black sock, you know, and that kind of thing is, is symbolic, basically evil. It's difficult to humanize him without having the characteristics physically of a human being, you know, because it's just, he's just uh, an embodiment of something. He's an embodiment of evil, right? And the idea of if you can physicalize him in some way, then it, 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 I think it makes him that much more interesting, much more frightening, you know, because, you know, instead of having just the void, then again, of course, that's my long-winded assessment of the situation. Yes. Long-winded is fine. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you had the opportunity to uh, play two very evil gold in both Sokar and Anubis. Do you find as an actor that villain roles are easier or more fun to play? I suppose others. I, I think they're fun. It depends. You know, I, it, um, they're more fun to play because I think that sometimes you are allowed to get away with more in the sense that but I, I suppose one would have to be specific because when you're playing a, um, a villain in a sci-fi, you know, type of program, the kind of the confines or the limitations that are put upon you are a little different than, for example, you know, crime drama, that kind of thing. I find with sci-fi it's fun because usually you associate the villain with, you know, a, a heightened sense of you know, and uh, it's funner because it's, you've got a, an elaborate costume, you've got usually elaborate, you know, uh, makeup, and um, the, usually the lines that you get, or you're able to get away with saying, you could never do that down the street, you could never do that in a, in a primetime TV like CSI or something like that, because it's just the, again, it's just so... Um, off the wall sometimes, and the things that you get to do. And as a result, it is, it is 
um, the enjoyment is of that because you are allowed to embody something that in a way that only a child would really think about you know because I find that sometimes as adults we're confined by prime time drama and you're actually confined as an actor but with sci-fi you know the expanse is a lot bigger you know I mean not to say that I would love to play a you know romantic lead or have an affair with a you know a goddess or something you know <laughs> Uh, in the end, what were uh, Sokar and Anubis's major downfalls? Were there personality traits that you felt may have led to their destructions? Yeah, hubris, as always. You know, there's always that thing. I think that's the major downfall for for most films, um, whether it's sci-fi or or any other genre, as we can also see in everyday life. The thing is, it's that uh, they get away, or he or she gets away with too much and starts to, yeah, um, uh, take things for granted. And I think uh, Sokar Anubis, I mean, that's the thing is that eventually, oh, excuse me, it's, it's uh, Alfred Hitchcock there. So, but uh, in any case, uh, I think that's the thing, it's hubris, you know. Um, Where they're unchallenged and... Yeah, I think, you know, I mean, with Sokar and Anubis, let's just face it, <coughs> the two of the the large, you know, Lord um, gods who are, or in a way, ascended gods who are bigger than life, right? And I think that at some point, you know, um, they have to feel challenged, you know. And I say that the main thing is, is that they, um, yeah, the, the they were somehow too big, you know what I mean? And it's just that um, it's a lot of bullshit. Just <laughs> <laughs> do you believe, uh, personally believe that either character is evil per se, or do you believe in their mindsets there were justifications for their actions? No, because they had a, both both of them had very bad childhoods. Okay, <laughs> okay? and there they were orphans, and the fact is that both in both instances their mothers, you know, were. Were, were quite mean to them, so of course they didn't have fathers, so they had a, a you know, say a certain, you know, a problem in that respect, and that's one of the reasons why they both had a lot of problems with women. They weren't able to deal with things, right? <laughs> so this is the thing: they were into other aliens, you know, other life forms, and that kind of thing. But we won't go there because this is, this is, you know, not for the internet. It's mm -hmm. perhaps for a storybook or <laughs> sort of someone's insane sense of reality like my own. Um, did you watch the series in the later years? No, absolutely not. I think the show sucks. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. That's kidding. No, no, no. Okay, yeah. I'm just kidding. Yeah. You know what I mean? But you did kill me off, so whatever. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm just um, kidding. <laughs> how do you think uh, either character, had they survived, would have reacted to the Ori, which was the threat that came after the ghoul in the later seasons. Together, Noob and Sokar, okay, they would have decimated the Ori, okay? And that's what people don't realize, okay, is that those two boys together, it's unbelievable. They would have taken over primetime TV, all right? If if that would have happened, they'd have Stargate 3 and 4 right now, okay? 
SG one, two, three, four. All right. Nubus and Soki. <laughs> Since you're uh, time on SG one, what other projects have you completed, or are you currently working on? There's so numerous to mention that I probably bore you. Probably more importantly, I bore myself. Because one thing I can't stand as an actor who constantly talks about himself. But okay, so let's talk about. I've got a, about 20 projects I've been working on. <laughs> What's current? <laughs> right now, actually, I'm, I'm, I'm working on uh, a couple of treatments for some films. Like a lot of actors do writing, but very few actually sell the you know the treatments and sell the scripts. But I'm one of the very few that actually sells them, you know, as well as a used car. Or house here and there, but um, to make things a little bit more ridiculous than they are, um, I've been working on a number of things, um, but if I told you, I'd have to kill you. <laughs> Top secret. Okay. Okay. Do you consider yourself a fan of Stargate? God. <laughs> Some of these questions are... <laughs> okay. Blanket so, one for you. Yeah, okay, okay I'm... Um, yes. I have to be the honest. I haven't really watched so much of it now that I'm not associated with the show. Mm -hmm. um, I think that, to be perfectly honest, which is kind of difficult for me, um, I think it's it's a very um, it was a show that kind of set the standard for sci-fi. If you could send a personal message to fans, what would you say? Vive la France. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, no, um, may you live long and prosperous, all right? Um, no, that's nonsense anyway. I'm just saying that um, <clears throat> personally, uh, because I've been an actor who's been involved in uh, Stargate and other sci-fi programs, I appreciate the support, um, and uh, it's been a pleasure. And, uh, yeah, I, I've had a wonderful time actually meeting uh, a lot of wonderful fans and uh, I'm grateful for being a part of um, Stargate and etc uh, etc et and we know we've enjoyed watching you through the years yeah, yeah you bullshit I am not <laughs> <laughs>